News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show for you, uh, with you for the next 30 minutes or so. And we've got a great show. A lot of people already online. If you'd like to call and get on board, or if we're busy or already backed up, you can leave a message and we'll get back to you. 376-5483. That's 376-5483. That's my direct cell number. So wait till I'm off the area if you just want to get a question for the following show. Here in the studio, we've got Eddie Saxton, who's, uh, is it Saxton or Sexton? I think it's Sexton, isn't it? It is yeah, Sexton. I just caught Bob. myself yeah. on that. Yeah, sorry. Eddie Sexton, who is in for Randy Rocky over at Swan Financial, and his number is 645-0736. Uh, buddy Chuck Crosby, no way to mispronounce Crosby. Oh, certainly there is. I'm no, sure. I'm not going to go there. It's uh, Crosby <laughs> Law Offices, 499-6360. And also Crystal Jarrell, who's with Premier Cleaning and her number is 4546243. Thanks for joining us, Crystal. Thank you, Bob. Let us go right to the phones. We've got a full bank of callers. 376-5483 is the number. Good morning. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello, Bob. This is Bill. I've got a house currently being rented, uh, but the current tenant smokes. And is that we're going to hurt the sale value of the house to resale? I need to know something. Yeah, I would absolutely say yes. I will tell you from showing property, from being on the other side of as a seller's agent, I hear and see feedback that comes back that if there is a smell of smoke, there are many, many buyers. Now, if you're if you're, you're a smoker, that's fine. But the percentage of people who are smoking these days are getting fewer and fewer, and we're seeing a lot of people just back away. And it's difficult to get that smoke smell out. Typically, it needs. And let's bring you in on this, Crystal. Have you been able to successfully? get the smell of smoke out? It's very hard, as you said. Um, it takes a lot of scrubbing, usually, of the walls because um, the nicotine gets stuck on the walls. And, um, of course, it gets in the air filters as well. Yeah. So, air And deck, the vents. Yeah, air deck cleaning would be highly recommended. Repainting the house? Yes. Um, like I said, probably carpet cleaning. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it takes a full, thorough cleaning to get that out. Usually. Get it out, yeah. Chuck, from a legal standpoint, if you are a homeowner and you're thinking about renting your home, what safeguards can you put into play, or are there safeguards? Put in that it's a no-smoking house. No-smoking house. Yeah. So a larger deposit? Um, well, a larger deposit would just, you know, I don't know that that would actually help a whole lot. The no. whole idea is to keep them from smoking in the house. No, no, my point, though, is, so let's say you say it's a no-smoking house and they smoke. Oh, well, then you fall under, uh, presuming it's in Jefferson County, you fall under the Landlord-Tenant Act, uh, which means you have to send them a 14-day letter, which says, hey, you have 14 days to get in compliance with the lease or we're going to cancel the lease at the end of 30 days. Then if they do it again within the space of six months, you just say, hey, lease is over in 30 days. So, so let's follow this through. What about if they've already been smoking in the house? Now it's got this odor. What damages can you go well, after and how do you go after them? Well, if it's not in the lease, then you can't go after anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you just should have put that in the lease. Uh, and typically when you uh, go after someone for that kind of thing, it's more work to go after it than it is what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the few three, four or five hundred dollars that you would need to clean the place uh, will be about what you're going to pay to get that. So it's a wash. So but kind of nip it in the bud as quick as you can. So your advice, though, is to have it in the lease that it's a no smoking house. Yeah, if, if that's what you want. Yeah, Bill, that's good. Wise advice, by the way. Uh, if you're going to rent your house, I would not use a store-bought form to rent it 
because uh, there's too many caveats, too many things that could fall apart. Chuck, you do rental agreements. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, part of what you normally mm-hmm. do. So I would give uh, Chuck a call, especially if you're thinking about renting your home, either a rental property or the one you're living in. 499-6360 is the number to call. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob, this is Larry Levine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I had a question about the lenders, uh, the ones that. Uh, uh, broker out to the multitude of banks to get the best prices, or do you uh, find it's best to go with a uh, single lending house that uh, does their in-house lending? All right, that's a great question, Larry. So, Eddie, kind of give us a rundown because a lot of us don't know. There are different types of lending institutions. For example, banks, they do one, they have one product or basically one product? Well, a bank or a captive lender, we call them, would have one suite of products and uh, underwriters that underwrite those. A broker, which is what Swan Financial is, we have about 25 uh, secondary market contracts. So we have the ability to go after aggressive pricing daily, low cost, and a much wider uh, variety of product than any captive lender or bank would have. So I would say, obviously, the uh, benefit for a buyer or borrower to go to a broker would be that they're typically going to get a better rate and they're going to get much lower closing costs and they're going to have a, um, a chance at uh, a lot wider breadth of product depending on their situation than if they went to a captive lender or a bank. Which could end up saving them money. Absolutely. And I know you have, and I've heard a lot about this lately, this 1% down deal that's going on. Absolutely. We have a 1% down product. And when we first heard about it, it sounded too good to be true. Yeah. So I went to our secondary market contacts and said, you know, where is this money coming from and, and how are we able to do this? Well, at the end of the day, Freddie Mac is a um, securitizer of, of, along with Fannie Mae, of most of the conventional mortgages in the country. And they really set the standard on what type of mortgages and what products are going to be available that they're going to securitize. Well, Freddie Mac had a program or has a program that is affordable housing program, and typically it's set for medium to lower income uh, borrowers. Mm -hmm. They have a few counties across the country that are enabling this product with no income limitations. Jefferson County happens to be one of those counties. So that's 1% down. 1% down, and then they get a 2% grant at closing. So they're going to close with a 3% down payment, but they only came up with 1%. For example, someone buys a $300,000 house, yeah. they're going to have a $3,000 down payment. We're going to get them $6,000 in basic grant money, does so they're going to have a $9,000 total down payment. Does it have to be repaid at any point? It does not. Wow. It is don't look a gift horse in no, the mouth really, type situation. It seems like it's, it's one of those too yeah. good to be true. All yeah. right, good. Mm-hmm. All right, so Swan Financial is the number, and uh, I'll give you Randy's number and well, you can ask for Eddie as well. Six four five zero seven three six. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hello, Bob. My name is Kimberly, and yep. I am wondering if uh, the appraiser takes things into consideration, like a new HVAC that was put in three years ago, a new roof that was put in two years ago, and uh, a basement that's been fully waterproofed. So. I don't, I'm not an appraiser. I don't play one on TV. And I would love to have an appraisal, an appraiser answer this appraisal question, though I've yet to get anybody to want to be on the radio show from the appraisal uh, area of our community. And I guess they feel the heat coming from people who are kind of concerned about how appraisals are going. 
but I'm you're open I'm open to anybody coming on board from the appraisal community to discuss this. But the answer in short is they really don't take that into effect. It will help you sell your home faster. But what basically happens with uh, an appraisal or even with selling is it needs to be kept up. The home does need to be kept up to the standard of other homes in that neighborhood. So if your roof is leaking or it's at the end of its life, simply by replacing that roof doesn't gonna, is not going to add value to it. It's going to allow you to sell it faster and not have any problems coming up in inspection. Same thing with a refrigerator. If the refrigerator is gone and you replace it with the same type of refrigerator, uh, it's not going to give you any added value. But if you upgrade, say, for example, from a white refrigerator to a stainless steel refrigerator and an entire appliance package for the kitchen, that will bring you some more money. But don't expect to get dollar for dollar. In our area, probably 75 to 85% max return on your investment. So let's say you spent, oh, let's just say $10,000 on a kitchen upgrade. Typically, and that might be in granite, countertops, new cabinets, and appliance package. Typically, you may only get back 7500 of that 10000 when you go to sell it with what a buyer believes that it is worth. Now, granted, you're going to sell it faster because the buyer is going to say, oh, this is all new. They love this type of stuff. The two things that sell a home faster than anything else will be a kitchen and a master bathroom. You update and make those state-of-the-art looking great, you'll sell a lot faster than your neighbor who hasn't and for more money at that point. But we still have to get it through the appraisal process, which is why we'd love to talk to appraisers to find out what are they thinking when they're doing their appraisals. And appraisers, call me. I'd love to talk to you. 376-5483 is my number. Love to talk to you on the air as well. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hi, Mr. Sekoler. This is Jerry Lou. And I've got some really dirty grout in my house, and I'm getting ready to sell it, and I'm not exactly sure what to do with it. Um, hmm. Do you have a, any recommendations on how to clean that? I may not, but Crystal is here from Premier Cleaning, and that is a problem that a lot of people have. Not only the grout, but the caulk between the tub and the tile. Mm -hmm. Suggestions from your standpoint? Believe it or not, um, just simple dish washing liquid. Get Um, out of here. Yeah. If you, um, one of the little dishwashing wands, if you put um, equal equal parts of dishwashing liquid and vinegar and water in it and scrub the grout, it'll come come pretty clean. Wow. That's a great tip. Now, what about the... The caulking, that could be a bigger problem where maybe it's discolored, which could be mold, which is Yeah, typically if there's mold involved, you'll want to use bleach Yeah, um, because that's about the only thing that will take care of mold and mildew. But i got to caution everybody. If you've got black mold or something growing in that grout or the the caulking line, you you may have a problem, a water problem, and that's not going to just go away with bleach. It will disappear, but it will come back. And if you're thinking of selling your home – you don't want to leave that problem for the potential buyer who could come back and say, hey, you had a problem and you just didn't disclose it or you covered it up. So I would really highly recommend you see uh, somebody who has some expertise in physically fixing the problem with the the caulk line because that could be a dangerous thing for you and your family as well if you're taking baths or showers in the house. We are going to take a break when we come back. We've got more of your phone calls. Also, paint colors that sell a home and the ones that don't. You want to take a guess on the one? And I'm not just talking, uh, you know, chartreuse or something. There's some hardcore facts. I'm not sure I believe what I've seen here, but I think you may be surprised as well. 
We'll talk about paint colors that sell and the ones that don't, plus more of your phone calls. When we return here in the studio with us, we've got Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Office, at 499-6360. Also, Eddie Sexton from Swan Financial, and his number is 6450736. And Crystal Gerald from Premier Cleaning at 4546243. You're listening to the Louisville Real Estate Show on News Radio 840, WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. Are you thinking of selling your home but you're not sure which agent to hire? You have a lot of choices, but really, the choice is simple. Because there's only one agent I would trust to sell my home. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and check out Bob Sokoler's guarantee to sell your home or he will buy it. See why year after year, Bob outsells every agent in Louisville. Partner with the agent I trust. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get your home sold. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show. You can reach me anytime at 376-5483, the guaranteed sale program that Barbara talks about. We come out, we arrive at a price, we sell it. You can cancel at any time, never any extra fees with the guaranteed sale program. Call me again, 376-5483, or just to come out and sell your house. We're having problems keeping the homes that we list um, in on the market. They just sell that quickly in a matter of days. So we'd love to help you and get you sold. Here in the studios with us, my buddy Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Eddie Sexton with Swan Financial, and his number is 6450736. And Crystal Gerald with the Premier Cleaning at 4546243. Before the break, Crystal mentioned if you've got dirty grout in the shower, you said, Crystal, use dishwashing soap, some vinegar, anything else? And water. Just and water. equal parts of the three of those. And a um, 
just scrubbing wand. Thing. Yeah, and then and just rub it, on, it. Mm-hmm. scrub it on the wall. Interesting. Yep. Good tip. All right. So uh, before we get to the paint colors, you know, we've got a lot of, of buyers. We have 18 agents. They're all searching, looking for buyers throughout the Louisville area. Amy Hill, one of our great agents, uh, is working with Edward and Amber. Uh, they're an engaged couple. They want a three, preferably four-bedroom, two-bath home with a basement in the Mount Washington area or Oldham County or Taylorsville for under 150000 That's their max cap. If you are thinking of selling in that area and have that home, you want to think about calling us. 376-5483. 376-5483. Okay, pink colors that sell and the ones that don't. This was an eye-opener. I'm going to pull the three folks here in the studio. Let's start with uh, with Crystal. She's in a lot of homes. What is the paint color in a bathroom that you think sells a home the most? We should have a little timer. You only got two seconds to bathroom, answer. Yeah, color. Um, <laughs> probably like a um, an aqua color. Aqua, okay. <laughs> like a light blue. Light blue. <laughs> Chuck? Tans. Tans? Eddie? I'm going to go with red. Red. You know what? Crystal is closer than anybody else oh. in this group. <laughs> Homes with bathrooms that have soft blue walls, for example, periwinkle, powder blue, sold for, and I, listen, I'm not a firm believer in this report. It was done by um, a group called Riz Media. Uh, I mean, they, they've got a lot of good information. So I want to point out she's the only female in the room. That's, That's true, too, so she would know, right? Well, a lot of people like the uh, kind of beachy feel when they're in the bathroom. In the bathroom, yeah. Like a yeah. So homes with the periwinkle powder blue, Sold for five thousand four hundred and forty dollars more than expected in an in an analysis, uh, as well as homes with a gray or beige gray exterior. So they combine the the periwinkle or powder blue with a beige gray exterior, and you sell for more money. Um, homes with brown or tan or stucco exteriors, homes with dark navy blue or slate gray front doors also sold for more money. So, again, let's repeat that. Homes with brown or tan stucco exteriors, and I'm not so sure that stucco is that big in this area, homes with dark navy blue and or gray slate front doors sold for more than $1,514 over what was expected. Now, colors that thought to have the opposite effect. This was an eye-opener as well. These are lowering the sales price, okay? In homes with bathrooms that have white walls, Sold for four thousand thirty-five dollars less than expected. I get, and I would always think that a white wall meant it's a blank slate. Come in and do whatever you want. But uh, this survey it's boring. is it's boring. <laughs> oh, there you go. Because we got homes with darker walls, brick red, terracotta, sold for two thousand and thirty-one dollars less than expected. So, really, paint can be overwhelming. I would tell you one thing is don't go primary colors. That's not going to work. And don't change the colors all that much, I would think, throughout the house, especially put a green and a blue. And by the way, in our area, I would tell you, if you're thinking about repainting, don't do cardinal red or Kentucky blue in a room. I mean, and it may be great regardless of what team you support, but when it goes to resale, what if the buyer that's walking in is a uh, Cats fan and you painted it red, cardinal red? That's why we go with the Duke colors. Well, <laughs> yeah well what if yeah what if someone hates no, no <laughs> by the way if you want uh, send me an email bob at we sell paint colors that sell and i'll send you this uh this report out not a big report but it has a breakdown 
of the what rooms and were painted and what it's sold for in other parts of the country. Again, they didn't sample anybody in Louisville, but it certainly is an eye opener. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob. This is Tommy. I've oh, got yeah. a client who recently purchased a home and found out from the neighbor that the house had originally burned down because it was a meth house. We don't know the extent of the fire or what repairs were done, and we were not disclosed of that in the seller disclosure. We don't know what um, what we can do. So that's Tommy, uh, who's one of our agents, and I asked him to put that on a recording for me to, to play. Chuck, I was at a loss on this one. Thoughts on it? Well, um, there's some serious issues there. No kidding, huh? Uh, meth sticks around in a house. Um, the question is how much burned down, how much didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there still residual meth in the drywall or whatever? Uh, there are companies that do mitigation. I would get with them first and find out what the issue is. Uh, if they say, no, pure clean is the driven snow, then find out if there's any other real damage. Even if they didn't disclose it and the house is perfectly fine mm-hmm. with no damage, then, you know, what do you go for? You, you can't have hypothetical damages. Uh, you have to have real damages, uh, real loss. So um, I would first start out finding to make sure that the property is in decent shape. Now, if they find out that uh, it burned to the ground and they rebuilt it as a palace, well, you know, the people are probably okay. Yeah, because it's all new. Yeah, but, but if it's if they did a slapdash whatever and they just neglected to mention this kind of thing, I, there's some hay that could be made out of that. You know, this is becoming a bigger problem as we move forward. And mm-hmm. the, the home inspection groups do inspections, but... Yeah, but that's not their purview. It's not that what they're supposed to be doing. They can't right. test for meth, but do we start calling in uh, meth testers? Well, I mean, they actually have that kind of thing. Uh, there are guys who go out and will uh, determine whether or not meth still exists in, in whatever form in, in the... Uh, the walls and drywalls. Now, granted, I've only seen it a couple of times in 25 <laughs> years, but, but I know they exist. Oh, I, I'm just... Yeah, I would I th- tell you, that's dangerous, yeah. I, and the, we're, that's something that needs to be addressed. That's something down the road we'll talk about. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob, I have a question for you here. Yeah. Go ahead. So uh, I have a house that backs up to a wooded, um, it's a walkout, walk, it backs up to, to trees. Is my lot and my property more valuable than my neighbors across the street that backs up and he's seen other houses? Mm, You know, that's an interesting question. I I would tell you, I don't know that an appraiser is going to give you more money for it, but I will tell you that a buyer will appreciate it and maybe pay a little more or it will sell faster because of the privacy of it. um, I'll tell you, I was, uh, years ago, this this is like 15 years ago, I bought a house on a lot that backed up to a pond, and I paid an extra amount of money for the for the house because it was on this pond. And later on, I refied it, and I asked the appraiser while he was there. I said, so I paid extra amount of money. Will I get that in terms of appraisal value? He goes, absolutely not. It doesn't matter what whether there's a lake or trees. And I keep making this point. And maybe it's something that's in the appraisal code, but... It's worth more money to a buyer in their mind. Why not give it more value as a as a house? Can I point out, though, that that, that contradicts the previous argument uh, from last week you were making with uh, appraisal as a just a function of numbers. I think that's where the, the differences come in with appraisers. Oh, they should give us this or that. Yeah. Uh, right there is a, is a uh, uh, 
subjective uh, part of the value of property as opposed to square footage, you know, what your neighbor sold for, et cetera. Yeah, I, but I disagree with that. I'll tell you why. Okay. Do, you have, do you want to jump in, Eddie? Yeah, well, I will yeah. say that every now and then, depending on the property, you will see a small, not a great, you'll see some adjustment for site or view on an appraisal. Mm-hmm. So you do get an adjustment sometimes for um, a, on a property with a view. Or yeah. something that yeah. that's and that's what I'd like I'm an appraiser sorry. to jump in on this. I remember, I really, yeah, I remember uh, from like twenty years ago getting into a big argument with uh, some people about the value of a property, and this ancient appraiser whose name I will not mention mm-hmm. uh, gets up and he says, "Well, you've got this formula, and you've got that formula, and this and that, but after you've done all your formulas, you step away and you look at it and you go, hmm, what do I think it's worth?'" That's interesting. So they're not even going by the formulas. They're going by their opinion. And mind you, well, there's always that subjective thing, though. But I see, mean, if, if they had an argument with their wife or the husband the night before, yeah, then it's going to be a less uh, yeah, happy that, person. But you just said you were on a pond. No, no. But okay. my point is, yes, but if, the, if you have a value that says, okay, the appraisers say, Pond, that is a $5,000 advantage. Because you can't do that. Well, well, why? My pond's better than your pond. No, no, a pond is a pond. Come <laughs> That's on. That's not true, Bob. Trees. The trees Spoken backyard? like a true New Yorker. <laughs> trees in the backyard? $5,000 What if addition. I hate trees? Okay, then don't buy the property. You well, there have to you be go. That. Or cut them down. But that what is an shade. appraiser looking for? He's looking for know. fair market yeah, value, gotta, and that's gotta, what a willing buyer pays to a willing seller with there's a guy up the road in Cincinnati who's an appraiser who does this podcast show. I'm yeah. going to try inviting him on the show. You do that. And have him on and talk to him about it. Back to the phones. We're running out of time. Let's see if we can get one more call in. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hi, Bob. This is Mike. Yeah. We have a, uh, we have a neighbor adjoining property that has a tree that's dying, and uh, we're worried about the tree maybe falling and hit, hitting our house. Do you have any recommendations? Chuck, I, I, what would you suggest on that? As a practical matter? Yeah. Uh, call up uh, Metro Services. <laughs> uh, let you know, Call Metro Call. What is it? 311 or something yeah. like that? And say, hey, there's a dead tree in my neighbor's yard. It's going to fall on us. Uh, they will send somebody out to take a look at it. I'll go one step further, though, yeah. because I contact, when I had this question come in, I contacted an insurance agent that mm-hmm. I know, and I'm told that you need to send a registered letter to the homeowner that oh, says th- that's the legality stuff. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Oh, gee, well, you're the attorney. Oh, I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah. oh gosh. But, yeah. but Bob, seriously, do yeah. you want to pay five grand to an attorney to, no, no, no. to do what I'm you can saying, solve with one phone no, call? No, no, <laughs> I'm just simply saying you send yeah. a registered letter Absolutely. that says put them on notice. Your, your tree's, tree's dead. dead. It, or it may fall and it may die yeah. and fall on my house. I want you to know that exactly. you're on notice that it needs to be removed or addressed um, before you damage. Absolutely. Because once you do that, if the if it does fall, now your insurance company goes right after their insurance company. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And there's all sorts of other things that can happen with that. And then you have to find out what part of the tree is on your side and all that kind of stuff. Or if stuff. it's just if it's all on exactly. their side and it comes down on your Bingo. Yeah. Right. Uh, so you always want to do that baseline. To, yeah, because I had this it. happen to a friend who I, absolutely. I just happened. But the yeah. thing that I always got when, uh, when doing uh, landlord-tenant stuff, um, if there's a practical way to handle a problem yeah. as opposed to going to court. Legal, I get that. You, you, yeah. that's, that's what I'm getting. Col- yeah. I've that's had- contrary to your code of chasing oh, ambulances. Listen, if you are looking to sell your home, we now have, it was a 150-step uh, plan for selling your home faster and for more money. It tells you a little bit about what we do. We're now adding to it, it'll be 200 steps, which will give you a guide, especially if you want to try selling on your own. It's a rundown from top to fit, bottom and soup to nuts send me an email we're in the process of updating this and i'll send you an email back out with the attachment no obligation free of charge 
I just put uh, Bob, send it to Bob at com, and then in the subject line, 150 steps or 200 steps, regardless of what you put there, I'll know what you're talking about. I'll send you the latest one out. And then when we update it, we're in the process of putting it together, updating it to 200 steps. It's, it's really a great guide for anybody, whether, but please, other agents, please don't send me an email. You can do this on your own. I'm just doing this for our potential clients and listeners of our show. We are out of time. Chuck Crosby, who doesn't own a home on a lake, a pond, or with trees in back, I suspect. But but I did once with high-power wine. Oh, you did. I know that. I know that. I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> yeah. Now that's going to be, be a deduction. Oh, uh, well. Yeah, we won't go there. <laughs> uh, the Crosby Law Office is 499-6360 is the direct number to get a hold of my buddy Chuck Crosby. They do closings wills, uh, rental agreements. This is a guy you want to talk to. Good guy. Also here in the studio, Eddie Sexton, who's with Swan Financial. And I'll give you Randy's number, who's out of town, uh, 645-0736. And then Crystal Gerald, Premier Cleaning, 454-6243. I'm Bob Sikoli. See you next week on News Radio 840 WHAS. <laughs>